June 8th, 2014, VGN Network presents Kevin's Oblast Radio with your host, Kevin Baird. And Kyle Allen. And so we got Kyle on tonight. Kyle, where are you located at? What state are you in? I'm in Florida. Okay, so we got Kyle from Florida joining yeah, I us. A, I live in Orlando. So. This is the uh, the second one. You know, that's the only city I've been in Florida is Orlando, and not because of Disney World. I actually went there for a trade conference, and um, I did go to Disney World. That was kind of a weird, like a weird story with that, because um, that Jason Corber guy on VGN, he's been on a couple of times. He's been on Tumbling with Tumbleweed. Um, he left his girlfriend slash roommate in the middle of the night. Um, got left his car, left everything, got on a bus, drove the bus to Florida, and married this woman who he didn't know that he met <laughs> on a one nine hundred Dateline, and uh-huh. got married to her, and is actually technically legally still married to her to this day, um, even though they got divorced a little bit later, but. Around that time, I had gone to Orlando for a Fox Pro Developers Conference. This is like the late 90s. And um, the woman who booked my room that I worked with um, gave me one night too few at the hotel. So my, like my plane was leaving on like Monday, but my room was over on Sunday. And I was like, well, then what the F am I going to do? And they were like, well, we don't have any more rooms. It's booked. And it's like, great. So just happened that that dude was living out there, and I was just like, can I stay with you? And he's like, yeah. So I went over to his place, met this weird – she was nice, but it was weird that he was, like, just living with her, married to her, didn't even know her. Um, and he knew that, and he had this friend who had, like, no arms. It was a weird time. That's so, weird. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, wow, this is fucked up. But yeah. So anyway, that's my experience. That's my Orlando experience. But they drove me through Disney World, which I thought was weird. Did you uh, Did you go to Orlando with the business or just on your own dime? It was It was the business sent me. So it was just me going to the developers conference, and um, that was just a weird thing too because I had just basically started the job. And they said, uh, hey, do you want to go to the uh, Foxboro Developers Conference this year? And I was like, yeah, that sounds cool. You know, all right, yeah. And I'm thinking we're all going to go, you know? Like, yeah. like it's the company thing, or I'm going to go with a group of people or something. And they're like, all right, we're going to send you. Just you, you're going to come. I'm like, what? <laughs> this is weird. Like, I, all right. That Concord, never... You went to, like, yeah, that's a big place. I, I used to work right next to Point Orlando, where the convention center is. So... That place is huge, and being by yourself, I've never been inside it, but I've seen it. It's, it's like an airport. It's bigger than an airport, it looks well, like. Well, no, I wasn't at the convention center. I was actually at the, I think it was Embassy Suites or a hotel. There's a big hotel there yeah, somewhere. It wasn't an embassy. It was a big hotel. It was in there. They built this um, They built this fake football arena, like with people that could wear blow-up things, and I don't know. The whole thing crazy. Was, those things are weird anyway, because those things are like, you sit at these group tables and you, people sit down and start talking to you because they're actually there to like recruit talent. So they like these strangers just start like sort of interviewing you in a way, but you're not really there for that. You're there to like 
just learn stuff, but then you're getting like questioned by this guy that you don't know if he's just being friendly or what, you know? Like he's sizing you up or something, yeah. Yeah, and so it's just it's weird, especially for me. I was young. I was still in my 20s, and I was just like, this is fucking strange to be on my own. They didn't give me a credit card or anything either. He was just kind of like, you know, good luck. <laughs> Send you over there. It's like, how the fuck am I supposed to survive? That was totally crazy. So yeah, I actually, I didn't grow up in Orlando. I actually grew up somewhere else. So. Yeah, let's uh, let's get to you. Let's to me. Um, where's your parents? Let's talk about your parents. What'd your dad do? My uh, my dad and my mom met when they were seventeen. So wow. they were in high school, seniors, I guess. Wow. Okay. And uh, and then you came out while they were high school seniors. No, 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 no. That's not when I began. <laughs> that's when that's when they met. Right, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was like 1977. I, I popped out in 1988. Okay, okay, all right. So you're uh, basically a, you're basically a child of the 90s, which is cool. Um, so that's a video game era right there. Um, okay, well, do you know what your parents did? What's your dad do for a living? My dad, uh, my dad right now owns his own business. And by the way, I, I think about the same age as Jedi. I think he is 26 as well. Yeah, it's a freaking mystery. I don't know how old Jedi is. But yeah, um, <laughs> my dad, he owns his own business. He uh, He's a car dealer. Oh, okay, wholesale, great. Wholesale cars. Wow. That can work uh, That can work well, or it could be total craziness. Hopefully it's working well for him. And, he does um, it well. He does it well. I, I worked with him since I was like 15. Really? Detail, detailing cars, and that's yeah. that's how I listened to your show, when I was oh. detailing cars. While you're doing like grunt work, you're like, oh my god, I'll put this shitty show on... <laughs> Try to get through this day. No, well, it was like well, ten years ago when I was sixteen when I started listening. Yeah. Um, I uh, there weren't that many podcasting was sort of new at the time, so. That's where we picked up most of our audience. Yeah, we were one of very few video game shows, and um, for a very short period of time, we were the thirteenth most popular show. We were on the homepage. That's how I yeah. found you. So. Yep. 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 And somehow, I've, been, I've been listening to you, you old men ever since. <laughs> awesome. That's great. Yeah. Still, still somehow managing to get this show done, even though everybody is falling apart constantly. Um, okay, cool. So where did you grow up? Where'd your parents... Um, where'd uh, you, where were you born? Fort Myers, Florida. Okay. All right. It's about three hours away from Orlando South on the uh, West Coast. Honestly, to, to tell you the truth, okay... <laughs> Other than Orlando being mainly landlocked, I guess, anytime anybody describes anything about Florida, I just think of, like, people on, like, jet skis <laughs> and, um, you know, beautiful blue skies and waves and sometimes I, uh, a hurricane. Yeah, but, man, I, like, I did all that stuff. I did the jet skiing when I was a kid. And all every, that. every city you mentioned to me, like... In your mind, it's going to be different. In my mind, it's the same thing. Like I'm Right back saying, at you, man. Everywhere you talk about it, it's going to be like snowy or cold. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. Well, I mean, if you were like, well, I was in the Everglades, then I'd be like, okay, you're wrestling alligators, but when you're not jet skiing, I don't know. Right. Um, okay, so Fort, so uh, what did you say, Fort Worth? Is that what it was? Uh, Fort Myers. Fort Myers. And um, how long were you there? I was born there, and I, I was there until I was 22, and that's when I moved okay. to the I went, came up to go to UCF uh, college. Okay. okay, so so born there. Did you go to public school? I went to a private school, a Christian private school. Okay, all right. 
I'm no longer a Christian, but I went through K through eighth grade in Christian school on it. They, they uh, backed it out of you, did they? Uh, <sighs> looking back, I've, yeah, whatever. I fucking hate it. So. Okay, but um, so that was your elementary school, basically. You went in as uh, a Christian school. You had to wear the uniform. Yep, wore the uniform, stuff. but I knew everyone all the way through eighth grade, even some of them through high school. I loved, I loved middle school, man. I had a great middle school. So. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, you mentioned people that like. For the most part, every time I like interview people on here, they all have gone like either to public school or they've gone to a um, a Christian school of some sort, usually Catholic. Um, I don't know if there's other. I imagine there are, but I never get anybody that's on the show that's like, I went to I went to a private Muslim school or um, you know, or, yeah, a Jewish school or you know, Zoroastrian or something. I don't know, but it never happens. I don't know. Maybe our audience is just like us, and that's just the way it is. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I, I think uh, all walks listen to you, because I, I don't think I have a whole lot in common with you other than, like, video games. But, right. But, uh, I don't know. Hey, if we're entertaining, and that's uh, why you listen, that's great. You know, hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a, but, yeah, man, dude, I, I, I kind of got into video games late when I was a kid. Like, in middle school, I was outside all the time, like, riding bikes, four-wheelers, dirt bikes, whatever. Really? Okay. You didn't have yeah. a console at home? You didn't have, like, a Nintendo or anything? I had... I got an N64 a couple years after it came out, and that was my first console, man. Really? I, play, I played the SNES. Like, yeah. My neighbor had it, but I never I never owned one, so... You just didn't have that drive to own video games. It was really my parents. They, they didn't buy it. They weren't going to buy that for me, so... Did you want it, though? Were you asking them for it? I can't remember, but I definitely was playing at my neighbor's house all the time. So, um, Mel, that's just interesting to me. I mean, because I just, you know, I get the mindset in the sense, like, you know, I wasn't allowed to have them when I was a kid. So I knew, because I was obsessed with it, probably mainly because I wasn't allowed to have it. So I knew every kid in every system that they had. I could name them today. Like, I could just bore the shit out of people and name off every kid I knew and what system they had. Um, but, uh, I, you know... And I knew that, like I knew kids said they didn't, they didn't care. Like to me, I'd be like, "Holy crap, you have like Pac-Man or something," and I'd be like, "I gotta go over to your house and play that." And they'd be like, "Don't you want to just go outside? It's nice out. You should be playing kickball or something." I'd be like, "No, I'm gonna sit in here and play this game because that's crazy. exactly how my neighbor was. That's what really? he, he, yeah. he was the one that wanted to have. He had all the games. I remember his name. His name was Alec, and he he had all the games, like all the systems. He had a original Nintendo, and he played all the time, and yeah. he's the one that got me into it. So I, I was always outside, he was always inside, and then kind of like blended in. Eventually, once I hit high school, I I didn't do all the outside stuff anymore. So Yeah, you know, and, and you guys are, I listen, sometimes we're, because we're older, and sometimes we talk back and talk like, you know, when we were young, we blah, 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 and <laughs> everybody rolls their eyes, and they're like, oh, Jesus, but you guys have it better. You guys have it so much better because my friend across the street had a Commodore 64 computer, and they used to have these magazines that came out, like called Compute Gazette, and there'd be games in the magazines, and they would be written in numbers. It, it was like this weird sort of thing, like you, you had this piece of software, and if you punched in all these numbers, it would turn into a game. It was like a way of doing machine code. And so it was like series of like maybe 20 numbers on a line and um, you would type in maybe like 
500 lines of 20 numbers. So, you know, some 10,000 numbers or something in order to get a really shitty video game appear on the computer. And, like, I would sit at my friend's house and read the numbers off, and he would type them in as I was reading them, and that would be, like, hours of entertainment. That's how fucking sad it was that to grow up in the 80s. Awful. Yeah, it was fucking terrible. Are you guys driving around on fucking four-wheelers and jumping off ramps and shit, y'all were way cooler than us because life was shitty. Um, no, man, I, I, that's... My, I've yeah. had some shitty times, man, as I, got, <laughs> as I got older. As I got older, yeah, for sure. But, but um, okay, so middle school also Christian? Middle school was Christian through eighth grade, yeah. Okay, and, and um, at that point, high like, were you, um, you... So you were mostly an outside kid? So how would you describe yourself? Get on the BMX bike or whatever, skateboard, whatever, take off? I would or? say, honestly, once I hit eighth grade, it was, like, half and half. I was inside as much as I was outside. Yeah, I played. Um, I, I love Goldeneye, man. I would sit for hours and hours and hours and play Goldeneye. Goldeneye was a great freaking game. Did, did you play with uh, friends, like in the multiplayer? Oh yeah, for yeah. we, we would even put like duct tape on two TVs to like cover it up so you couldn't see, <laughs> and then have another TV with the opposite ones were duct taped. You know, all that, that stuff. That was um, that was a that was a unique thing about the N sixty four that made it great was that weird sort of everybody playing... Like, it was a weird social thing. Like, you could all play, like, four of you at the same time on a, on one screen playing a first-person shooter. And, um, just, you know, the, the you know, other systems may or may not have had that. Like, somebody's probably going to write in and be like, well, the PlayStation had Time Lords. You could do that, too, if you had the multi-tap. But it just wasn't like GoldenEye was. You know, it wasn't that... Yeah. Wasn't that polished? It was. It was a because you can to this day you can play a first person shooter. Occasionally, there's one that has co op, so somebody can hop in and do a split screen. But that four people all playing, I don't know. Gone, man. Gone. Yeah, doesn't exist. That was a really fun, really fun experience. The uh, they made they re, not that we don't have to all talk about video games, but uh, Goldeneye they remade or whatever. They made a new one on the 360. Yeah, and it had split screen, but no one played it. Right. Right, yeah. No one was playing that game. People over to do that, and people these days are like, "I ain't coming over playing it." I got. Yeah, man. I uh, my high school. I went to a public high school, so. Okay, so that's when you switched. Yep, that's when I became anti. Was that your um? Was that your decision? Were you like, like, I don't want to go to the thing, or were your parents just like, we can't afford it, or how did that go down? Um, it never. They never really discussed it with me. They kind of. The money, the finance end of it, but when they did it talk to me... It had to have been a little bit of a culture shock for you, right? I mean, because were Definitely. you in all-boys school previously? No, or no. Was it, it, was, it, was in, it was mixed. Yeah, okay. Um, but still, you had a uniform, and you had probably a stricter code in the, um, in the Christian school, most likely, than the public school. Um, so was that weird for you? I had eight years of knowing all... Like sixty people. That's all. That's as big as the school was. So it was a huge shock going to the biggest high school that's public in my county. It was huge. It was way a culture shock or whatever you want to call it for yeah. sure. Yeah, I imagine. I didn't cope very well, man. I had a bad high school. So. Did you really? Yeah. Bad grades or just bad time? Grades were good because I was just I had that discipline, but I was picked on a lot in high school. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well. 
But... I wasn't the cool kid riding dirt bikes anymore once I got the hockey. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Yeah. Man. <laughs> uh, yeah. It can get it can get hard. Um, and I really that's that's the, when I got really big into video games because it was like my way of escaping. Right. Sure. That's, that's when I became that nerdy kid that just played video games. I still am active, but not like that. And I don't have the money anymore to afford that on my own. So. Right. No. I, games you are know, cheap. I, when you're in school and you get that kind of you know, those kids have had those friendships for years and they know each other and stuff, and you're kind of on the outside. You really kind of put yourself into a bad situation that way sometimes. Um, so I got into fights in high school, man. So You got into fights? Yeah. I, I, I Like I said, I, I, I'm nerdy. I have like this thing where I like nerdy things, video games, whatever, but I also, I also can ride a skateboard and not feel weird about it. So right. like they would pick on me thinking I'm like not going to do anything, but by senior year, when I'm 16, 17, I'm like, fuck this, and I, I, I hit a kid in his face in the middle of class. Wow. Senior year. I didn't get expelled or anything. I, I mean, I, I was, it was partially the kid's fault, so the school knew that. So. Did you um, did you get suspended or anything? For a week, yeah. Yeah. That's all, though. Yeah, we, we had kids get into fights, and sometimes it would get kind of crazy, but um, it, was, it was, I don't know. I don't know if people ever got sus like if you were in the hallway, you know most fights they just break down like they, one kid's just muscling another kid and giving him kidney punches or something, and um, then you know the other kid's like get off me, you know, and then it wasn't that just break wasn't him that. up. And, uh, it was mainly like I walked up to him, hit him in the face. He was shocked that I did it, and yeah. then I just I walked out of class, told the teacher who was laughing at the joke he made at me, laughing at me. The teacher was. Wow. I told her to go to hell when she asked where I was going, and I just I left the campus because I could drive at that point. So I just left, and uh, had a meeting with the principal with the teacher involved. She had to apologize to me, and then I only had it. Otherwise, I would have been expelled probably for hitting the kid in the face. But I wasn't wow. because it was the teacher's partially fault yeah, no for not kidding. doing anything. So. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that on. sucks that the teacher was <laughs> jumped didn't you know jumped into your. Uh, your bad situation like that—that's bullshit. I guess that though, if if I was a teacher, at times it would probably be difficult to remain neutral all the time. But you know, you were definitely yeah. right. Um, plus, it's not like you know these days, kids going in shooting everybody. Fuck, a yeah, punch that's in the face is like uh, that's nothing. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's better to have that than uh, you, you coming back more pissed off, or you know. Yeah, I'd rather up. just do that in GTA than, uh, than yeah. in real life, man. Yeah, no so. shit. That's fucked up. Um, okay, so uh, you finally get out of high school. You've thrown away uh, the Christian God, and you're not going to go forward now with um, university. Did you know what you wanted to do? Yeah. I. Um, no, well, not really. But anyway, real quick. I, yeah. I didn't leave church and leave home until I was 19 or 20. So. Okay. They made my parents made me go to church as long as I was living at their house until I was twenty. So every Sunday I had to go to church, even though I didn't really believe in it. By the time I was eighteen, so yeah, I eventually went to college. It's such yes. a drag. That go to yeah, fucking yeah. Sunday or whatever, and you got to go and dress up and sit there and hear the same. Like if you go all those years, you hear the same stories over and same. over again. Uh, bullshit. Yes. Same songs or whatever, and you're just like, I know this part. 
Can I, can I be excused early, please? No. You know, I don't know. Sorry. No, that's exactly uh, how it was. I, I fucking hated waking up every Sunday morning to go. Yeah, it was awful. Um, okay, so you went to university. Did you, at the time, you didn't know that you wanted to become a surgeon or whatever, but before you went in, you... Uh, no, I had no. I still have no fucking clue what I want to do, man. Um, yeah. So how I, long have you been in? How long have you been in the university at this point? That's kind of a long story, but I went to one university for a year and fucked off and smoked weed and didn't do very well in my classes. Standard like, university first year, understood. Yep. So that year was blown, and then I decided I wanted to go to fire school or EMT school to be an eventual firefighter. Sure. Okay. Good deal. And my, me and my best friend, who I grew up with. Uh, who is still s sort of a Christian, but I went to to my middle school and all that with him in elementary. Anyway, he's an EMT on his way to be a firefighter currently. I dropped out though back back in 2007 when it, we were in the school because I could not handle the blood in the guts. And I thought maybe I could do it. I could do it. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Uh, I thought you were gonna say you couldn't carry that fire hose up all those steps because that's a real no, fucking. That's not that. It's it's a. Uh, Seeing dismembered bodies and suicides, yeah. I can't deal with. You know, I don't, I don't have like, you know, it's a weird thing. And this goes right along with that, and you can tell me if it's similar or not. But when I was, you know, or forever, I can watch horror movies, right? So I can watch like some guy with a chainsaw grind somebody down because like my brain apparently knows that that's fake. And right. then if I'm like, I was in health class, and they're like, we're gonna watch open heart surgery. Can't and, do it. Uh, get, if you get, you know, squeamish, go ahead and put your head down. And I was thinking, this is like ninth grade, and I was like, I can handle this. I watch fucking guys get screwdrivers through the eyeball. You know, I can totally watch this shit. And I start watching it, and all of a sudden, I'm just like, oh, I feel like I'm gonna puke. <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. It's like when I'm thinking about those faces of death videos that like my friends used to try to show me in high school. Like, even if they're fake, like just the idea that they're real is yeah. disgusting. So. You can't, couldn't take it. So you can't watch regular horror films? You, you don't really do No, no, stuff. I'm like you. I, I can watch horror, the yeah. most disgusting horror, hostile, whatever. Right. See, and it, I know it's fake and doesn't bother me. Right. It's so. the real stuff. That makes sense. I mean, that's not for everybody. It's better to know that. It's good that you know that now, not like when you're in the middle of like being a fireman for the first time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you spend all that time and effort to get there, and then you're just like, I can't do this. I'm yeah, uh... Just walk away on the job, like, all dressed up. Just <laughs> <laughs> get your whole coat on and everything. You're supposed to drive the ambulance. Nope. See ya. Oh, that's so. ridiculous. It's funny. Um, okay. So so that guy... Dropped out of that. Yep. Lost another semester there. Um, then I got my AA from the local, um, like, state college. Okay. And uh, so I have an AA. I got that in, like, 2010. Then in 2011, while still working with my dad as a car detailer all those years, I moved to Orlando to okay. go to UCF and get my business degree. Okay. I graduated this summer. You got to detail a... cars as a business? <laughs> no, no. Oh. That was well, just... You could. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that if you make money at it. But... It's true. But I don't want to... I've been doing it for so long. I have... I never really enjoyed... I mean, I enjoyed it some days, but... I enjoyed yeah, the majority no, of it. It's a job. I got it. So that's what you want to do for the rest of your life. Physically on my knees and everything, it's just not. It's, it's right. It. So. so you're getting a business degree. That's a good. That's a good all-round degree. Um, marketing. Could, it's a marketing. So. Marketing degree. Okay. Yep. That's um. 
Well, I mean, I don't know. Are, are, would you be interested in doing sales as a salesman? Could you sell? <sighs> Not really. I no. don't want to do that. I, uh, I wanted to start my own business one day. That's what yeah. I... Yeah. I, I mean, really I'll tell you, being in the business world a lot, like that business degree will help you go from the, um, the entry level to the eventual management position, wherever you end up. Um, because you have that there, that's like a really good lift to get you out of the the regular job and into the business, you know, into the... Into yeah, the yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Because a lot of people will go get degrees, like go get a fucking degree in zoology, right? And then they get out of fucking college and then they're like, I can't find a zoology job. And yeah, no shit, because there's only like seven in the country. <laughs> and now you're fucked because you no. wasted this time. And so, what are you going to use that degree for? You know, you can't. You know, you're not going to go work at like uh, Disney World or something and, and put that towards. Uh, I don't know, becoming head of roller coaster management or something with your zoology degree. It's not going to help you. But a business yeah. degree is so, you know, generic. Is sounds like a generic bad word, but it's so it's generic. That it, That's why I picked it. So yeah, you can I can uh, the marketing. I I'm creative. I I, use, I write a lot. Uh, I mean, I, I love stories and telling them or whatever. So I originally came to Orlando and thought I was going to maybe be a creative writing major. But sure. I was like, like the zoology, it's like, what kind of fucking job would I get with that? Besides, I can write right. on my own. I can just do that as a hobby right. and uh, work for a business. So that's why I went to marketing because it's the most creative you field. You watch a lot of Mad thought. Men. That's so, what you're doing. No, I don't. I actually don't watch that. <laughs> so. <laughs> um. Yeah, marketing, you might, uh, you know, if you looked into public relations at all, you might be good at that, too, if you like to write, you know, because that's usually um, taking something and, you know, putting a spin on it, et cetera. Um, and market, I always think I always think PR is, like, if you get the right job, is, like, just um, you do a lot of partying, basically. It's like a partying job, if it's yeah. the right one. I, I don't know. I, I feel like, honestly, to be honest, my, my degree is complete bullshit. Yeah. So, um, it's not that I'm, like, I don't know, stupid or I can't do it. I'm, I'm going to graduate. It's just I, f I find kissing ass and just sitting at a desk and tie and I don't yeah. know. I, I just find it all fake, and I yeah. actually don't like it. I'm doing it. I'm, like, I sound like an idiot. I'm doing this. But I can maybe subvert it in some way and start my own business, like, I mountain bike, so I want to start like this thing with mountain biking, something that I enjoy, that I don't wear a suit and tie and sit at a desk, but I am running a business. So it's a good idea if you can get if you can make it work. I mean, that's the you know, like everything, it needs money and drive. And um, my my best piece of advice to something like that in general is to just keep um, your day job. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like just keep your focus on um, doing that. You know what I mean? Like, Don't lose the drive. Yeah, the mo I gotta have, gotta be motivated, man. Gotta be. Well, it's, you know, because a lot of people could do things and then they don't do them because they don't recognize. See, I think you're actually in a good, I think you're actually in a good position because a lot of people, I say this to people all the time, I'm like, what do you want to do with yourself? And they're like, they don't know, just kind of like you sound like you're a little bit, you have a little bit more indecision. Right. Um, and then you're like, well, you know, I always say, you should do what you love to do because whatever you love to do, you're going to be good at it, you know. You're going to spend 12 or 14 hours doing something you enjoy, um, 
and it's going to go by quick versus trying to do eight hours of something you hate. It's going to take forever. And, you know, the more you sort of build and work towards the thing that you enjoy and you really want to do that for your, for your living, it'll, it'll come together for you. It'll happen. You know, and I always think try to get involved in something like as a job that is near what you want to do. Like, yeah, you want to be a um, mountain biking thing and um, you, you want to run your own business. But if you can't do that yet, try and go work at a bike shop or work something right. around that because it all stacks. Good events, work with the... Yeah, it all stacks races. on your resume. It all helps build, you know, all of that knowledge. You'll meet people. You know, you'll you'll run into somebody who's also into it. And you'll connect and have ideas. You know, you don't want to be like, yeah, I really, I really want to do biking, but for right now, I'm going to go be a bricklayer, because then you're just going to be like, you can do that and have money, but you're you're not going to make those connections, especially if you're young right now. If you've got flexibility, man, just do it. Just no, go. I, that's the thing. My my dad mountain bikes. He's the one that got me into it. My uncle mountain bikes, and he personally knows people that run things and. I know people at bike shops and all that stuff, so I'm going to use all those connections, hopefully, yeah. and uh, some sponsorships and some graduation money to get something started. So there you go. Something small. It's going to be small at first, but I have I, I have grand ideas, and I think at least having those instead of nothing is pretty good. So Yeah. I wonder if they do, like, mountain biking tours. Because, you know, I've always thought about going mountain biking, but then it's just like, where the hell do I go? I don't know. Yeah, I'm in Florida. There's no no mountains in Florida. There's trail riding in Florida. Yeah, there's trails, but it's like, I'm just going to, like, what do I do? I'm going to take my bike, and I'm going to go on a trail, and then I'm going to kill myself. Like, it'd be better if I had, like, some sort of instructor. I don't know. You know, on the first time you go or something, like, you know, beginner's course, Mountain biking. So sell that to somebody. Some idiot. That's like actually a good somewhere. idea. That's not a bad idea. Because um, there's probably a million ways. I won't. I won't know the right equipment. I won't have the right suspension setup. You know, I'll kill myself. I'll just drive right. I'll be that guy on Tosh Point oh that totally goes over the side of the cliff and bangs his head on the tree. That's I. You know. That's I don't watch Mountain. Oh well. Whatever. It's just like YouTube. It, he just okay. makes fun of their videos. Um, okay, well that's good. Well, it sounds like you kind of got a plan. It'll be interesting to hear how that turns out for you. So, girls, girls. <laughs> I um, when I got my AA, when after I kind of screwed around with fire school and and smoking weed and right. other college, I uh, I met a girl, two thousand nine. Okay. And uh, before before I met the girl, real quick, I I got arrested. I don't I don't care about talking about it. If it's okay with you, I don't care. But I got arrested. Uh, I went to jail. But I, well, just for the day, like the night, I went to jail and like a holding cell. I didn't actually go into a cell or whatever. Um, what would you get arrested for? Were you beating a woman or something? I was with a uh, ex-girlfriend at the time. Now, uh, girlfriend now, our girlfriend then, ex-girlfriend now, and she had we had been smoking in the car and got pulled over oh, for like yeah, speeding. Okay. Busted for smoking weed. Got it. And I, but no, but it's a felony record. I have a felony record because I tried to swallow the bud of weed, and that is a felony. <laughs> that is a felony. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! How long ago? That was two thousand nine. Yeah, I was twenty-one. You got a little bit of time left, but you can get that expunged off your record. Not if you already have something expunged. Oh Jesus, man! All right, well now you're fucked. I don't got nothing for you. No, no that's what. Your own business. Yeah, I have a third degree felony on my record. So, anyway, <laughs> a couple months later, <laughs> they'll eventually uh, 
legalize it. Dude, I tried to get a job at Universal Studios, and they wouldn't give me the job because I had the felony. And my my what I applied for was pretty much cleaning toilets, and I still couldn't get the job. Jeez, that sucks. They said they have a ten uh, year statute or whatever. So like after ten years, I can then clean toilets for them. Wow, that sucks, man. I don't know. That's lesson learned out there, uh, old blast listeners. Yeah, don't man. Don't swallow uh, the weed. Don't swallow it from the cop. <laughs> I would have been, it would have been a misdemeanor if I just sat there like an idiot. So. Yeah, I mean that sucks because you know people have liability. Like we can't hire anybody that has a felony at my business either. But that's because we handle a lot of like secure accounts, and they make us have like all kinds of crazy wacky rules. And yeah, I'm not a criminal. I just uh, I was just like. <laughs> I just like to enjoy some weed and play video okay. games. Uh, that's funny. Uh, what what would define you as you have like safe cracking tools in the back <laughs> of the car? Well, I guess I am a criminal. So I'm a, safe up here. I just find it. I used to get all angry. I used to be. I used to have super anger problems when it all happened, man. Because I cost, it cost me yeah. thousands and thousands of dollars to deal with all of it and go to. I had to go to drug like NA meetings. Like I was a crack addict. Jeez. I never did. I've never done anything. I've never done anything but smoke some weed. A little bit of weed here and there. That's it. Well, you could be the you could be the poster boy for all of those uh, legalization um, things that they're always doing about how the the system is against the uh, the weed smokers and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because you're not that weird person that's in jail for 99 years or something for only having smoked weed or whatever they always say, and you're like, how's that even possible? I don't even know how that could. Possibly have happened. Like, what crazy town were you living in with the with the judge? That's like you're going away for 99 years. It's, it's just like old these old men that don't. Yep. They don't get it anymore. People are afraid, or basically that if they legalize it, it'll become night of the freaks, and everyone yeah. just run around and start. It'll be like the what's that movie, the the purge or something, where people just start killing people for the fun of it or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, The Purge or The Killer. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I actually haven't seen it either. I just know the commercial. Um, all right, well, that's fucked But up. anyway, uh, girls, you said girls. Yeah. I met, shortly after all that happened, um, while I was still going through all these stupid NA meetings, court-ordered, I met a girl while I was still going to school, still getting my A, and um, I've been with her for four and a half years. Wow. Uh, right. But we just broke up a couple months ago. Oh, well, then that sucks. What the yeah, fuck? it's been pretty fucking depressing. You but... and Larry can get together and talk about your ex-girlfriend woes together and broke <sighs> up with his about the same about the same time. Um, no, that's terrible. Did you? Was it your fault? Were you like smoking her weed and then she got <laughs> fucking yeah, different girl than that the other girl? But um, <laughs> I uh, this is a long fucking story, man. It's long. No, it's okay. I don't really want to know all that, bro. That's your personal business. I'm just kidding. Um, you know, but if it was a good story, though, you know, well, yeah, it was, I was riding an elephant, and her car was there, and I'd be like, oh, that's, that's good for blast. Um, it was like a slow bleed, man. It was just, yeah, it wasn't it, one, yeah. one thing. It, it, it's one of those, like, I had one of those things in my 20s, too. I'll tell you what, when you get, when you get to, like, 40, the rules change. Um, not that you want to get to 40, it's just fucking... Your body starts falling apart, and your hair comes out, and shit sucks. Um, I have yeah. an interesting story that happened uh, around the time we broke up, but a couple weeks after <laughs> I got this, I actually happened. So this was last year, 2013, January. 
I um I ride mountain bikes, like I said. Sure. And we were fighting one night, arguing about some stupid bullshit, like you know, just Netflix or something. I don't remember what it was, but you know, we would argue about like what a movie should be rated at one point. You know, like those came up because of other problems, but we would argue about the stupidest fucking things ever. Anyway, so yeah. I, would, I, I left, I'm like, I'm riding my bike, it's about 7 o'clock at night, it's dark out, and I have this, like, path that I would ride that's, like, off and on the road, so I'd actually cross parking lots to get to where I was riding. Sure. So I was crossing a parking lot on my mountain bike, kind of angry, riding angry, which is stupid, and I went over a curb... <laughs> Just, just riding, not even like super fast. I was just going and thinking or whatever. And I went over the handlebars on asphalt after my back tire hit a curb. Ouch. Like I went over a curb, and I separated my shoulder. Okay. Ow. Which means my collarbone detached. All the tendons in my collarbone ripped from the, the bone they were attached to. No bones Ow. were broken, but they ripped. All the tendons in my shoulder ripped. And uh, I took a ride to the hospital. Cause I couldn't move my arm. The bone was, like, sticking way up, and I had surgery two weeks later. Wow. And then I had two more surgeries after I got infected over the next two months. Holy crap. And this was wow. last year. This was last year. So I've only been able, and I wasn't able to move my arm for three and a half months at all. Wow. Wow. And I'm, left, I'm left-handed, and it was my left arm. Wow. That's so fucked up. That was in January, so three, four months later, around summertime, my... Now ex-girlfriend broke up with me at the time. So, so basically, she was still really angry about your opinion about how movies should be rated. <laughs> and she just couldn't break up with you because you had this accident, and she's like, shit, now I gotta, I can't do it now. i got to wait for him to get better. Yeah, man, I was... You, you found out about it, so then you got it infected, so she couldn't leave you. And I, got, I got the whole thing. I got the whole story. No, I hear you. That sucks, man. But you should bounce back. You got, uh, fuck man, you're in Florida. You got a uh, dream business thing going on. You're a mountain biker. Should be having all kinds of girl action going on for you. I don't know. I'm a loner, man. I'm Are you? Do you have one eye or something? Is that the problem? Is it like... I, I'm not a bad looking dude. I just, uh, uh, I don't know. I'm weird, I guess. Nah, you're not weird. Nah, it's fine. You just, you know. I, I you, you sound to me like you're just kind of like, um, you got a lot going on mentally, like, you got shit going on in your life, you know. You're trying to get through okay. school. You got a business. You're trying to get going. You're separating yourself from your folks, doing your own thing now, and you just got over this breakup and this crazy fucking ripped your arm off accident. And um, you know, yeah, it was gnarly, man. Yeah, I've, you just, uh, just got to chill out. Shit, I think and just kind of get your life like straight, and you'll be fine. You know, yeah, it's like. People are telling me, my parents especially, I still talk to my parents and all. I mean, I'm good. Of course, for, yeah. I hang out with them, I see them, whatever, but I, we don't see eye to eye on a lot of things. So, yeah. But they're always telling me, like, have you got to be applying for a job? Like, I just recently quit my my job. I worked as a dishwasher at Tommy okay. Bahama Restaurant. Okay, sure. Um, there was only a few of those, so it's pretty pretty good job in terms of, like, if you want to work in the restaurant business, that's a good, that's a good restaurant to go to because it's right. really expensive. Okay. But um, I hate working in a restaurant. But anyway, uh, what was my point? I'm, I'm graduating college here, so I'm being asked by a lot of people, like, where, where are you going? What are you applying for? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And I'm just like, I don't fucking know yet. I'm trying to figure that out. So. Right. I just well, need some time to relax, like you said. Yeah, I, I think that's 
important, actually. I mean, I you know, I got a buddy who... Hold on a second. Crazy fucking ant in my room. I have nowhere this ant came from. Um, <laughs> it's not like I have bugs or something. It's just a fucking ant. Um, yeah, no, uh, I had a buddy. He was in the Guard for a long time, the National Guard, and he just actually graduated with um, a degree. Um, and he's thinking about going to grad school. And um, he just wanted to take a year off because he's just like, fuck, man, you know, I just got out of the guard after 20 years and um, I graduated from school and now my sister's calling me asking, you know, don't you think you should be like, you know, going to grad school right away? And he's just like, I want to just take a year and fucking, you know, chill out. And I, I really think that's a good idea. I mean, you know, if you can afford it, that's the important thing. But try and just, uh, you know, get, get, get this perspective. Get this yeah. perspective. Like, my, I have a sister who's four years younger than me, and she, she's a Christian still. She went to a Christian college in Florida and just graduated before me, being four years younger than me, and she already has a job lined up with Lockheed Martin. Wow. As a, as a financial, like, accountant. Wow. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a fucking dishwasher. Well, I was a dishwasher, uh, so don't, don't fucking worry about it. I mean, you know, I didn't go to college. But I still, it's you know, there's there's a lot to be said about like um, working at those kinds of jobs though too, because you get to meet like crazy people, <laughs> you know, you get to like experience like um, like you can hang out with those people and experience that kind of weird lifestyle that those people have. Like if you go right out of the college system into like the executive system, you're never going to get an opportunity to sort of. Um, feel like what that's all at the bottom is kind of like. I don't know. It's, it, it's No, yeah, I definitely know what the bottom's like, man. It's, I'm yeah. sure. And I've but been learning about the top in school, so... Don't don't feel pressured about all that shit. I mean, if you listen to our show, fuck. It, we, it, yeah, dude, I know. It, it, but, I mean, I guess what I'm saying, it's not that bad, it's just more like you can, you can do almost nothing and make it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this show shows you that, like, you can do fucking almost nothing, and um, survive and have a life. and um, You guys have been, like, close-knit forever, and it's like, that's, I kind of envy that in a way. Yeah, but, I, you know, so don't, you, it'll, you sound like a really smart dude. I, I think you just are, you know, you've got a lot of pressure and things going on. I think if you just chill out, and, like, I, I worked at a, I worked as a dishwasher because I pretty much had to, you know, I worked at a Chinese restaurant, got fired because this coworker of mine was talking about the manager's niece's smelly vagina. What? And, um, yeah, he was dating her, and he was going to go down on her. Sorry for oh anybody that kids are in the room. but um, And then she told him no because it was, you know, not <laughs> clean or something. This is the story he's telling me. Right? Right. I'm just there. I'm like, really? I'm, you know, I'm in, like, fucking late teens. And then um, the manager was there, and she overheard us, so she took us off the schedule, and I was... Um, still in school at the time, so I had to get a job um, because it was part of my curriculum. So then I ended up getting a dishwasher for like seven months, and then I went and I did like telemarketing, and then Sorry I went about into, that. Yeah, I went into the cooking field, and I cooked at restaurants, and I hated that. And um, I did some electronic assembly, and then eventually somebody said, "Hey, well, I was working. Yeah, I was working at a strip joint." And um, I was making like $7.50 an hour plus like $30 a night in tips. And and I was working at like one of the best strip joints in the Midwest. So the girls were super hot. 
And this guy, though, he said, you know, hey, I'll hire you um, to, you know, do computers, but we're only going to pay you $5 an hour, and you're not going to give me that extra bullshit. Um, and they thought I was crazy for taking that job, but that's what I wanted to do. So I took the pay cut and went that way because I wanted to do that job. And um, and now later in life, I think, man, I should have stayed working at the strip job. But um, no, no. But uh, you know, things work. Things work out. And that took a long time. I mean, I didn't start that job. I didn't start my first computer job until like I was um, like. Uh, 25, 26 or something. And for me, like, I didn't go to college. So that would be like I worked, you know, outside of school. You know, like I graduated Seven school when I was 19, so, so, yeah. Yeah, something like that, right. So, I mean, you got to give yourself a chance. You know, don't yeah. don't over-focus on other people's success. Never look at other people's success as a metric of what you're going through because you're getting success in different ways. You're finding things out about yourself and things that they're not going to know how to do. You know, you're... You can change a flat tire, and these other people are going to be like, I don't know, the car's broken. I don't know how to fix this. You know, there's all good advice, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't mean to give you advice, but no, uh, dude, it's cool. Yeah, maybe, it's you know, fun. It's um, life Kevin is uh, life is a lot of fun. There's a lot of video games. There's a lot of movies. There's a lot of great shit to look forward to. Kevin the shrink. Try and crush it. <laughs> Everybody's always looking up at the next level, you know, and um. It, you know, you, you can miss what's right around you. That's all. No doubt, man. I uh, I'm trying to trying to do just that. So. Okay. Well, so what video games are you playing? Video game. I just got finished playing uh, Mass Effect Three for the first time, actually. I'm actually playing that currently. It's I'm... funny because uh, you I just listened to the recent show and you were like playing this game and, <laughs> and I saw that you were playing GTA Five. I was like, dude, I'm I'm not playing these games because. We're having a show, but I, I just recently finished Mass Effect Three before you. But I'm actually starting GTA Five right now. There you go. So. Yeah, yeah. I play the Mass Effect Three on the Wii U because I can just throw the controller down, play in bed, and play it and stuff. I just got what did I get? I got the GameFly, so I'm always getting something. When I get to the, let's see. Uh, did you play Mass Effect Three as good as a good guy, or Paragon, or Renegade? Um, you know, it's always kind of mixed, but I'm mostly Paragon. I want to be Renegade, but I'm always fearful that, like, it's just totally going to work against me. You know, like, I'm going to be, like, one guy fighting the Reapers by myself. Everybody thinks I'm an asshole, giving me the finger, oh, you shit. know. And Quick I know they try to make it balanced, but, yeah. Um, I yeah, have I'm learned, always, though. I'm always fearful and, like, I'm ready to start, like, loading old saves just because yeah. I'm not sure if this decision is going to be the right one or not. Right. I do that sometimes, too. Do you um do you play any of the Walking Dead or um I mean, play season one? Yeah, that those games have taught like those games have taught me that you can't be neutral. Like you've you've either got to you've got to choose a side, or you've got to like just sometimes be a dick in order to like progress. It, those games have taught me something about like um psychology. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Have you played the second? Have you started the second yeah, season yet? I'm on second. I'm all the way through the second season, waiting on the new, you know, the new ones. Um, and I'm also playing um, The Wolf Among Us, which is yeah, uh, I've heard of it. I haven't played that one. It's it's okay. It Brian likes it more than The Walking Dead. I still like The Walking Dead um, more than um, The Wolf Among Us, but um, they're they're virtually identical. Yeah. I think the big difference is is you know The Walking Dead has moments where you can die, you know. And um, the you Wolf can't Among die Us. The Wolf Among Us? 
No, not that I, not that I've seen. Maybe, maybe, but maybe you can like lose or something. Like, like a fight will break out between you and another character, and I'm not sure if like if you lose, the character might run away because you're like doing an investigation. So you might not get the evidence or something if they run away, but the game doesn't end. Hmm. So yeah. I'm not sure though because I haven't really lost. It's not made that, that difficult, you know. Are you walking uh, dead? I've died many times. I'm kind of scared that their games are going to get worse as they make, like the Blands one that they're going to make, and something else. They're going to forget what it was. Gears of War, I think. Telltale is supposed to make those games. Really? So, yeah. I like I, uh, um, I don't know. I mean, if they keep evolving the the conversation tree and everything, I think it can work out okay. They seem like they know what they're doing. I mean, I, I, I like it. I, 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 I don't know. But I hear what you're saying. Probably different teams. They probably don't have the same project managers for everything, and you're going to get somebody that's going to make something that's going to be garbage. Yeah, I'm not sure how many employees they have there. So. It's one of those a lot of actors and stuff, but the game engine itself seems fairly, fairly simple. It's just you're moving around an indicator being like, talk to this guy. What do you think about this asshole? Oh, um, those yeah, games cool. have excellent stories, though. The Walking Dead Season 1 story was yeah. was awesome. How would you like to be the guy who drew the comic book, The Walking Dead? I mean, basically you wrote a fairly generic zombie apocalypse comic book based on, you know, he didn't invent the zombie thing. That was Romero. Right. But he sells the license, and he has a super successful television show and a super successful video game series. Like... That's amazing, coming out of a comic book. Fuck, most like major comic books like the X Men and shit can't even get a good video game. They're fucking yes. usually terrible. Yeah, but they. I mean, I'm sure Telltale's games are very simple. Like the yeah. gameplay is not the, right. what you what you're doing. It's you're there for the story, really. So. Yeah, that's true. I, but they do it really well. Write a really good te- uh, Telltale could write a really good X Men story. Maybe it would be cool, but yeah. Yeah, well, probably more people should invest time in that. All right, so that's about an hour. Do you have anything you want to pitch? You want to tell people to go to a website or anything like that? No, man, that's no, that's it. Okay, well, we're going to have you on a future VGN, not this Sunday, but maybe next time you're uh, free. And um, your microphone's really great, so it should go along really well. So we'll have Kyle back for that. Um, anybody that wants to write into the show, feel free to write into oblast at videogamenews.com. And, um, Kyle, thanks for being on the show. Great Thank you very much, man. And um, we'll be talking to you again in the near future. Everybody else, that's it. Good night. Thanks for listening. Peace.